Hello everybody, this is the House of Darkner. You are here for some Jive Talk. At least I, um, I imagine it's why you're listening to this, because it is called Jive Talk. So, for those who are new to this, once again, this is a podcast where we talk about all things nerdy, and I, I do my best to give a somewhat research opinion about the different subjects we, we talk about. And so... Uh, you know, I mean, I know everything, but I know enough, and I know I'm just like you guys, I'm a consumer, I'm someone who likes to watch my show, watch my movies, play my games, and have an opinion about it, and so, and that's what we'll discuss as our opinion, but once again, like I mentioned before, this is a relationship between you, you and I, and so let's do this in the best way, in the most respectful way possible, and just have fun, I mean, if you don't like something, you don't like something, and that's okay. You can say how, why you don't, and I say why I don't, and you know, let's just let's just move on after that and go have some IHOP. How about that? All right. So before we go on, I just want to apologize. This episode was actually supposed to be out last Friday, but well, I recorded this twice and it just disappeared. It went to the ether. So um, I'm recording it now, this is technically for, so this week I actually owe you guys two episodes, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna record this one, I'm hopefully I'm gonna try to get the other one done this evening, or maybe tomorrow morning, I'm not sure yet, but I'm gonna try to get it done at least before the, the weekend is over, the second one, anyway, or the next one I have to do this week. Uh, real quick, shout out to my buddy Ian Walker of The Stuff Podcast, he, he responded to one of my questions in my previous episode about who do we want in the MCU introduced in a film, and he talked about the Star Jammers, and I actually never thought about the Star Jammers, you know, they'd be good, another, like, space opera type team, since we have the Guardians, it'd be cool to have another space team that's maybe not directly connected to, like, that part of the universe, be really cool. Uh, the Star Jammers remind me of anyone that's ever watched the old 1980s, like, movie, The Ice Pirates. They kind of remind me of them, and that's probably why I like them so much. So, you know, good shout out to Ian Walker for that, and for those guys who want to, you know, listen to someone who talks about stuff, go to The Stuff Podcast, he's pretty good about that. And he actually has one, the Rising Legend Podcast, where he's doing tabletop stuff, so listen to that, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, so let's talk about, I feel like if I, if I fuss about this, oh, I hope you guys are ready for Infinity War, get your tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets, uh, they went on sale, what, two weeks ago? Now it's two weeks, or will be two weeks, uh, Friday, Friday will be two weeks. And they already are saying the numbers for the pre-sale tickets for Infinity War triple the number for Black Panther. Which I'm not surprised because Infinity War is definitely a movie that we were all anticipating when MCU first was created. And when they made a huge announcement several years ago, um, I'm going to say what, four or five years ago, that the Infinity Gauntlet was a story they were going to do. I pretty much, I, I'm sure all of us lost our mess. I know I did. Uh... Maybe somebody might have, like, poopied in their pants. Either way, we are all excited for this and have been waiting and anticipating. So, while we are very happy 
for Black Panther, which is, by the way, just saw recently, Black Panther is now officially the highest grossing Marvel film. It officially has beat Avengers. And so Black Panther is on the map as the greatest comic book movie of all time. And I am very happy about that. And I hope you guys have already seen it a bunch of times because I have... Uh, I have some friends who have, I actually have some friends who haven't seen it yet, I'm talking to you, you need to hurry up, we're down no month, we're down no month before Infinity War comes out, hurry up and go see Black Panther a bunch of times, support that movie, so you can take the time to support <laughs> Infinity War when it comes out next month. Uh, right now, I'm on the fence about what shirt to wear to Infinity War, I might wear my Novacore shirt, or I might wear my Cap shirt, or my Spidey shirt. Or my husband just go buy a brand new shirt. <laughs> because I'm like, I have a bunch of shirts. I'm like, oh, I can wear that one. Oh, no, I can wear that one. Oh, I'll wear it. Oh, man, I might, just, I might have to just go get an old new shirt. Might have to do it. Might have to do it. Might have to commit. I'm going to have to commit. So that's going to be exciting as well. Um, what else has come up recently in the last week that we could talk about? Oh, the delays. Do you see that uh, Fox has delayed New Mutants and X-Men Dark Phoenix? X-Men Dark Phoenix has actually, actually been pushed back to February of next year. Which is interesting because I think Dark Phoenix was supposed to come out end of this year or something like that. Or towards the end of this year. And New Mutants got pushed back to August of next year? Something like that. Because they're doing reshoots. Now here's my thing about reshoots. You you're you know it's a, it's a, either it's a good thing or a bad thing because every movie let's see Suicide Squad had some major reshoots. I know Justice League had a major reshoot, reshoots. I know people had issues with Justice League having reshoots, and I know both of these films, and I know for a fact that the Han Solo movie actually had reshoots as well. So is reshoots a bad thing? I I think it's no. I think if here's the thing. This is what I, here's what I think about reshoots. This is what I think what happened. I think when they had the finished product, or maybe not maybe not finished, but it was like they had a, a cut done of it. And they go look at it, and they go like, God, something just isn't right. Or something doesn't fit, or maybe they needed to bring in something. Or, or I feel like when Reshoots is saying we're missing something in the movie that should have been there. Because sometimes when you're writing or creating something, you're like, man, I wish I should have put that in there. Oh, I should have added that. When So in a, in a movie, you have the time, you have the option to do so. I appreciate Fox for going. Ugh, this looks like we, this. We could do. We could do this better. Instead of going like, just deal with it and give us crap. Because when they did Fantastic Four in 2015, that was just deal with it, and it bit him in the butt. So the fact that they're looking at New Mutants and they're looking at uh, Dark Phoenix and they're going. We need to change some stuff. We need to add or something to this. That's a good sign. It means they're recognizing they uh, uh, they need to improve on some things. So take that. Now, now, granted, some people go like, "Well, when Whedon took over, there was reshoots for Justice League, and it's crap. It's not crap." What you guys wanted? Here's the thing. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this real quick about Justice League. Everybody was is sitting there crapping on Whedon for what he did to Justice League. Here's the thing. Those couple of scenes they took out of Justice League that, that Snyder did that would not have made that movie any better. I'm telling you right now. 
I'm telling you right now. Like that that whole scene when 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 Superman and, and Alfred meet, who cares? Would have been nice, yes. The 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 possible appearance of, of Green Lantern, who cares? It would not have made it better. And why why would you bring Darkseid into the movie in the first place? He should have been like an after scene credit if you're gonna do it. That's my thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna introduce Darkseid, because the whole point of Steppenwolf, he's the precursor to Darkseid. So Darkseid shouldn't show up in this film. It should be in the next film. Or the film after that. You know, I'm just saying, the point is, I'm just saying, just because there's a potential to have these certain things in the movie doesn't mean the movie was going to be better. And, and from things I've read, the Snyder's Cut was not any better. It was just going to be different. So I'm just saying, stop bagging on Whedon, because actually Justice League was not a bad film. I, he, it got a five stars for me, because out of like, other than Wonder Woman, Justice League was like one of the better films for the, the DC Expanded Universe. So let's just... Let's, it's one of the most improved. It's way better than BVS and Suicide Squad combined. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, man. I'll tell you that right now. So I'm just saying, everyone needs to calm down about that. But, um, about, so, so my point I was trying to make is that reshoots is not a bad thing. Reshoots means they're being honest with themselves and going like, this was not a good cut or maybe we didn't do this the way we didn't go the direction that we needed to go or we should have gone let's let's fix that and i actually i read for new mutants they're actually adding more characters so that's cool maybe that's what we need they needed to add maybe because maybe there's certain relationships or dynamics that's missing and it would be improved by adding a very specific character that would be that that i'm okay with if it improves on the film go for it don't, don't, don't do reshoots just to be different. Eh, I want to do it differently. No, it just, if, if it improves the movie, do it. Like, the, one of the things with Suicide Squad, they said it, was, it wasn't, I guess the entertainment wasn't there. Especially with the characters and stuff like that. So, whatever the original cut was of Suicide Squad, I imagine was, was going to be worse. It would have been hot garbage. It would have been on the episode of, like, is it worse than Catwoman? If, uh, I'm, so, I, the fact that I was pleasantly surprised about how entertaining Suicide Squad was, I was like, crap, this is actually not that bad. That's how I felt when I left. I'm, wow, this is actually not that bad of a movie. Means that the original cut was, good, was hot garbage. So, I appreciate reshoots. So, let's just, let's take that as a good sign that they want to do it right. Especially from Fox, because Fox is notorious about certain things. So the fact that they didn't reshoot is a good sign to me. So let's just take that and be happy with it. Um, what else has come into the f forefront of my nerdy mind? I think that's it. We already talked about Black Panther. We already talked about Infinity War. Uh, stuff about reshoots, about the current reshoots that are happening. Yeah, I think we're I think we're good. Oh, they did announce that they're bringing back two characters for the Captain Marvel movie, because you know Captain Marvel takes place before Avengers. I think it's like it's supposed to be in the nineties. So, that so that means that in in the nineties, uh, Coulson Phil Coulson was alive, and so does Ronan the Accuser. So that means they're bringing they're definitely bringing in the Creek, which is good. That's how it's supposed to be. 
Now, I know a lot of people, they're like, will Ronan be, like, redeemed in Captain Marvel? First of all, I like the way he look, he was in in uh, Guardians, the first Guardians movie. I don't know if you guys ever read about the Accusers. Or, the Accusers are, like, jacked up people. They're, like, they're super enhanced uh, judges of the Kree. And they're arrogant as all get out. It doesn't have to be Ronan. If you read any of the comic books or even like the current Guardian books, there's like other accusers. They're jerks. So I'm actually okay the way they did Ronan. I thought Ronan felt now he kind he probably should have fought more. Ronan accuser is very get his hands dirty type of character, and not that he didn't in Guardians. He probably could have done more, but I think he was. I think they did him pretty good in in Guardians One. So the fact that people didn't like Ronan was I I feel like I don't understand what you what you didn't like. You got we got what we wanted from him. <laughs> we got an actual legitimate space bad guy. So I don't know what you wanted from him. I just find it I find it uh, intriguing how people act sometimes when you get you get what you want but then you but people don't like it. I don't understand. I have not I have yet to receive any feedback from anybody about why they didn't like Ronan. Now, if you have any reason why you didn't like Ronan Accused and you hope that he's better in Captain Marvel, let me know. I am curious to see what people didn't like about it. Because I heard people, I, I heard the negative stuff, but people didn't like they didn't like his look and how he acted. I thought he looked fine. I I don't know. That's just me. You know, I just I feel like sometimes people forget that like things that translate from comic book to movie don't always work the way you want. But I thought he looked great. So that's just my take. I don't know, that's just me. But, um, so that should be, that should be exciting to see, uh, Phil Coulson on a, on another MCU film, even though technically we already know what his future is. Although, actually, technically, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is part of the MCU, even though they say it's not directly part of it, but it is. It really is. It is affected by what happens in the MCU, so it is part of the MCU, so I don't understand why people are like, well, it's, it's, it's a separate part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because... When things happen in Winter Soldier, it, they, that uh, Agents of Shield was affected. When stuff happened after Thor Ragnarok, the uh, MCU, the uh, Agents of Shield was affected. When Civil War happened, Agents of Shield was uh, affected. So it is part of the MCU. It may not be directly involved in the MCU, like you know, I thought it was going to be, but it's still. And there were characters that were in part in the MCU, like Strucker and stuff that were introduced into Age of Ultron and, and, and Winter Soldier and stuff like that. So, it was, while it's 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 indirectly part of the MCU, it may not be, like, in the main uh, pipeline, but it's there. It's an offshoot or something, you know? So, I just, I feel like, it, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be nice to see him interact with uh, Fury and stuff and be part of S.H.I.E.L.D. again. So, it's going to be kind of cool in, in the normal aspect of what Phil Coulson's original job was so it's it's exciting i like it i think it's gonna be great um <laughs> there's a couple of things that came up about the last jedi that actually fits with what i'm most i'm gonna talk about today when it comes to should movies would plot holes be filled with should books and like tv shows and comic books fill in the plot holes in movies and if it and if it's and if you if it, if it does, is that planned? And if it is, there's is, is there something wrong with that? 
Here's my thing. A movie in itself is supposed to explain a story. You know, I know that sometimes uh, a book, a movie that's based off a book will have a hard time bringing everything from the book into a movie. Because if you did that, it would be like a five, six hour movie, if not longer. That's why Lord of the Rings movies were like three hours. And then they had special editions that added another like 30 to 45 minutes to each film. So, it, yes, you, it, it, will, it will make for a very long movie. It would turn into like a TV series practically, you know, like a Netflix series or something. But that's probably why Netflix series exists now, because they can fully tell stories without, you know, these crazy plot holes. Not that there is holes in their shows, but I'm just saying, it makes it easier to expand on the story. But um, what about when the movie, when the book is based off the movie, or the comic book is based off the movie? And that's my thing. Now, Star Wars is a very big universe. Like, we were, we're talking about there's books upon books upon books, and that's before they even went, they, they took a lot of those books and said they weren't canon. After Return of the Jedi, there were, like, books left and right, from Luke turning to the dark side, Leia becoming a Jedi, the death of Chewbacca, I mean, the the birth of the twins, I mean, it's just, Thrawn, I mean, we can, the, the, what is it, what is it? What's that book called? I can't think of it. But the Jedi Order books and all the different ones, you know, there are all these books that came out and and I've read I read a, a few of them and I have friends who've read probably all of them. They're very good books and they're very and they tell the story that we didn't have on film. So when they were no longer canon, it was very painful to 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 see that happen. And then you get things like these novelizations that sometimes explain things that should have been explained on film or even TV series that should be explained on film and I feel that while at the same time they do expand on the universe that exists in the movies that like sometimes you can't you don't have like I said in the movie I understand that in film that you have between two to three hours to tell a story. And sometimes you can't talk about everything, even though you maybe you maybe you want to. And that's why sometimes books and stuff like that are good. Like even like TV like series, like Smallville ended at season ten, but they had like a comic book series that proceeded further after that. Which that's fine. That's perfectly fine. The Injustice video games had comic books that proceeded before and after and in between both games, and I think even proceeds after two, that's perfectly fine. But when you're telling a story that's on film, you shouldn't hope or rely on the fact that you may be working on maybe a series or a book that will explain things that you decided to leave out of the movies. I have a problem with that. Because I remember having a conversation with one of my good friends who's a big Star Wars guy. He's a big Star Wars guy, and I was complaining about episode three. Specifically, the relationship between Anakin and Palpatine that I feel like they're, in the movies, their relationship was not completely established well. So, for the him, the turn didn't make sense. Or for him to, to, to support Palpatine as hard as he did, especially in episode 3, felt like it was forced. Now, don't get me wrong, we already know what's going to happen. I mean, here's the thing, that's why they're called prequels. Because they happen before 
the main story. And 4, 5, and 6 are the main story. So I understand. I understand that we already know he's going to turn. We can't prevent that. My thing was, it. I felt like the, the story... Because in all honesty, 1, 2, and 3 were about... Are supposed to be about Anakin. And so it should have focused on Anakin and how he became, not only became a Jedi, but then how he became, started become, started becoming Darth Vader to where he became Darth Vader in, towards the end of 3 into 4. Technically, actually, personally, I thought episode 3 should have been about him being Vader. And I'm talking about pre-suit Vader. Like, before he got all messed up and mangled and he had to become a cyborg Vader. I felt like 3 should have been that and then explain why he be, had to be forced to be put in the suit Especially with his fight with with Obi Wan and stuff, three but three he should have been three should have been him nothing but Darth Vader and how he was as Darth Vader before he had before he his fight with Obi Wan. That's that would have been a better movie. And, and one of my buddies said like years ago that episode one should have been episode two, and I agree. But the point is is that when I when I had expressed this issue with my friend, he said, oh, you need to watch Clone Wars because you see their relationship get established in the series. What? Or And then one time I had, oh, I forget what I was complaining about with Star Wars and the movies. Oh, you need to read this book because the book explains wh- what? No. Here's the thing. Uh, Clone Wars came out, not Clone Wars, Clone Wars, yeah, Clone Wars the series came out in 2008. Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. So, what do you mean, in order for me to get a proper story told, I had to wait three years later <coughs> to tell a story. Now, granted, it's 2018, and it's been out for over 10 years. But the point I'm trying to make is, I shouldn't have to rely on an outside media to explain a movie. Especially if it's a very important story. And Star Wars, and Star Wars is a very important story, especially one, two, and three. It's a very important story. It's leading into four, five, and six, which is like the like stories of stories, you know. And I just feel like, and same thing about Rebels. Rebels came out in twenty fourteen, and it's already establishing stuff. And Rebels takes place during Episode four, so it's establishing stuff that that hasn't existed until now. And so I feel like, and, and I think it's potentially filling these holes that happen in in the story. And I feel like, why are we doing that? If you should have just told it in the movies. And people are like, well, David, you don't want, you know, sometimes it's not, it's not easy. I understand that. I get that. But here's my thing. Not everybody's going to read the books. My, my wife doesn't read comics. She, 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 the books say she read are nonfiction. She's not a big, a science, you know, sci-fi reader and stuff like that. She's not going to read those. But she does enjoy like seeing, watching Star Wars. She does like watching the Marvel movies and stuff like that. And to her, that's canon and that's it. So to get anything beyond that, she's gonna she's gonna have to listen to people like me. <laughs> no, no, seriously. And that's the truth. She has to listen to people like me, who maybe read the comic books or watch the series or stuff like that. But that's not fair to the people who only go to one av- one avenue to get their story. So. I, I feel that while you, I get it, there's going to be people like myself and like my, some of my friends who will read the books and will read the comics and will watch the two series. And, and I have watched Clone Wars. Now, I haven't watched all of Clone Wars. I've watched it to, like, what? I think I only watched, like, the first three seasons of Clone Wars. And I watched, I think, the first season of Rebels. And I like them. Don't get me wrong. But I should not have to rely on those outside sources 
to get a proper story told to me. Those stories should have been told in the movies. And I know as a challenge, I understand that. I understand that. But good storytelling doesn't need outside sources to be for it to be done. Um, you have examples of like Rogue One. Rogue Run One was done very now. Granted, the goal was to be one movie, one movie only. So you had to, <laughs> you had to tell that story correctly. It had to be done, and they did a really good job. Uh, what other movies? Things like Black Panther, who, which once again I will always sing accolades Black Panther because I'm a big Marvel guy, and Black Panther is, is like officially like my favorite movie of all time at this point. Like told a story. You know, without having the, you know, go like, oh, read the outside sources to further understand. It, it made sense because of how they told the story. Wonder Woman was the same thing. It told the story, you know, to a way to where it made sense. To where you didn't have to go, oh, well, read this comic book in order for you to understand why she's the way she is. They, they, they talk about these characters in such a way it made sense. And so it has to be done that way. I feel like you're not, not, not everyone's going to do, as my buddy says, do their homework before they go see a movie. They're they're not going to be me. They're not going to read the books. They're not going to like watch a com read the comic books or watch the movies or or excuse me watch the TV series or all these other things. Do research before they watch a movie. They're just going to watch the movie and that's going to be their source of information and that's what they're going to go off of. So make sure you tell it correctly. You know, I just feel like I feel like that's how it's supposed to be, especially because episode nine and that is going to be it, and that's it. Once episode nine is done. That's the end of that story at that point. I don't know what they're going to do after that. If there's going to be an episode 10. I know they're talking about doing a trilogy with Ryan Johnson that's outside of that main story, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. His butt needs to be away from that story anyways. I, I have my hangups with that man. Let's just be... And maybe I'll talk about that in a different episode. But tell me what you think. Is it okay? Is it okay to... Tell me, is it okay to kind of... Now, I don't want to say be lazy. Is it okay to not put everything in a movie because you know you're gonna it's going to be answered in, say, like a book? Because there's the last Jedi book that came out a few weeks ago, and they revealed some stuff like... There was a reveal that Rey learned how to be a, a pretty good fighter in that one scene with, with the Praetorians. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Because she, when she touched hands with 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 uh, Kylo, she. I'm This is not a spoiler because it's not in the movie. But when she touched hands with Kylo, she apparently used the Force to absorb all of his knowledge into herself, and that's why she became a proficient like fighter with the lightsaber and stuff in a, in a very specific fight scene. What? There's no indication of that in the movie. And apparently Lord Dern's character, uh, Holdo? In the movie, apparently is Force-sensitive. What? There's no indication of that in anywhere in the movie. But how much do you want to bet it's probably in the book? But that's what I mean. It's stuff like that. Now, granted, if you heard, that's my dog deciding he wants to show up in the middle of my recording. Now, granted, if that is not important to the story, you don't have to put it in there. But if it is, but if it is important to explain why they're doing the things they're doing, it should be in there. Oh, read the book. The book will explain it. No, that's not how that's supposed to be. And that's the stuff I'm talking about. 
It's these things you find out later from like writers and producers and a director. Oh, this stuff was going on with them at that moment. We don't know that. It's not explained in the film. There's no dialogue or scene or anything. But how much you want to bet if you read the books, it's in there. And that's not fair. That's bad storytelling. So give me your opinion on that. Are you okay with that? Are you okay about reading the books and to get the full story? Or should it be told in the film so you wouldn't have to guess or speculate? Or, or you know what I mean? How do you feel about having to read a, a, a book later or watch a TV series later that opens up the whole story to where the movies make more sense? Or, or do you not care? Some people just don't care. Or are you okay with just watching the movies and, and only getting the story from that and don't have to worry about anything else? I mean, let me know. Let me know what you think. Because I personally think, I like to a certain degree, I'm okay with reading books because I like reading books and I like getting everything in the full, the full spectrum. But at the same time, I'm like, you should tell the story properly. You know, you, I shouldn't have to walk, I shouldn't have to go watch an entire TV series or read several books for me, for a movie to make sense. That's how I feel. There's nothing wrong with expanding on the universe and getting a broad view, but it shouldn't go beyond, it shouldn't be dependent on the books to make a movie make sense or make a story make sense. That's how I feel. But let me say, like I said, let me know how you feel. Once again, I want to apologize for this episode not coming out sooner. Like I said, there's there's been... The, the funny thing about advanced technology, it's supposed to be... I mean, it, and it, it is helpful and it is convenient. It is helping I me. Mean, the fact that I'm recording this right now and then when I'm done, I can set up and send it to you and just from my phone shows you how advanced technology is. But at the same time, this technology, when it, when it messes up, it goes... It messes up and it goes bad and it goes wrong. And somehow... Your all your underwear size is on the internet. I don't know. I'm just saying, you never know. <laughs> so once again, guys, this is the House of Darkner with the uh, with the belated episode of Jive Talk. Like I said, I'm gonna try to record the one that I'm supposed to give you guys on Friday. Hopefully tomorrow, or maybe I can, I'll try Friday afternoon. It's gonna be hard because I'm gonna be on the road and stuff. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to maybe I'm gonna try to get it done tomorrow morning. How about that? So, this, once again, is the House of Darkness. Like I said, let me know what you think about this episode, about how, about everything we talked about, about what's going on with the reshoots, um, the, the, how do you feel about Black Panther being the greatest movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Do you feel that it deserves to be that, or do you think something else is better? I mean, let's, I mean, like I said, let's talk about this. What do you think about things like what's happening with Star Wars and what, how they do with the books and stuff like that? I want your opinion, you know, let me know, send, send me a message here, or send me to me on my Twitter account, you know, House of Darkness up there on there, uh, I, I, I exist on most social media stuff, except for, like, Snapchat, because I have no reason to be on there, <laughs> so, once again, this is House of Darkner, thank you for listening to Jive Talk, I will talk to you very, very soon, like I said, I owe you another episode, like, this week, so you're gonna hear from me really, really soon, and just careful about how you put on your chapstick because sometimes if it's hot you get like a huge thick piece of it and you look like you have a cold sore but it's a big chunk of it's just it's a nasty feeling to get it it's just it's a nasty feeling. you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about